Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, aliens, psychics, religion, new age, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, holistic health, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, while other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's modern world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelyleah.com or at thelovelyleah on Instagram so we can connect. Become a Patreon supporter to get access to behind the scenes of our guests, freebies, early access to new episodes, discounts on merch, and more. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Leah Lovely, and today we are talking about surrendering versus settling. This episode will largely be about abundance blocks and resistance. So thank you, my Patreon supporters for choosing this topic this week. Um, man, when we are trying to manifest things into our life, we can have a very large agenda about how we think it should look. We can get attached to outcomes and um, expectations and the path that, that we think that things are going. And so we can often be so desperate for what it is that we're trying to manifest that we actually end up creating more resistance. Now, for those of you guys who don't understand what resistance is, it is exactly what it sounds like. Um, it is the thing that is blocking you or stopping you or delaying you in some way from manifesting the thing coming to you. And A part of me has been kind of weighing the way that I think about manifestation lately because I'm starting to kind of realize and recognize the ways that we ask for manifestation is different from our ego versus the ways that we ask for manifestation from our higher self or our soul self. And our soul, when our soul wants to manifest something, it wants to give us something that's going to allow for our our soul to expand. It's the point of coming to this earth school. It's like, okay, what are these catalysts that I want to um, give myself so I can expand and grow and learn, you know, so I can get everything out of this experience while I'm here. And our ego doesn't necessarily ask for things the same way. Sometimes we ask for manifestations because we are fearful and we want security or we ask for manifestations, um, you know, from a perspective of like, I want to show other people what I got, or, um, you know, we just kind of have these ideas about the things that will make us happy. And I started to recognize that there is a difference between manifestation for the soul and manifestation for our 3d body. And when we are trying to manifest from our body perspective, but it seems that we try to satiate our very physical needs, um, you know, food, water, shelter, money, security, um, things that make us feel more comfortable, things that make us look good, things that make other people look at us and think that they want our life. Um, you know, me particularly or travels, <laughs> I miss traveling so much guys, but we want, we want to essentially like call on experiences that often compare to what everybody else around us has. And 
sometimes when we want to manifest, we feel deeper things from the soul that come in that are more about what our soul mission is here to do. And I think I'm finding out that that difference, that distinction is very important because the way we manifest for each one is very different. And what I'm starting to let go of is that very basic level of law of attraction of trying to bring in material things and kind of looking towards saying, and not to say that that's a bad thing to want, not at all, but you know, I feel like at least my soul is feeling the desire and need to grow past, uh, the things that will just satiate comfort or satiate security. And so I'm recognizing and also seeing a lot of my clients too, that surrender has been more of a, a hands up approach and, and saying, okay, God, what would you have for me? Not necessarily what do I want, but what would you have for me? And I know that statement will create a lot of resistance for some of you because it's like, we should be able to ask for what we want. And I'm a hundred percent with you there. But when we're finding ourselves in these blocks of a lot of resistance and delay, I guess the question you have to ask yourself is why is it that you want what you want? Have you ever done inventory around that? Like, why do I want this thing? You know, why do I want to be a millionaire? Well, when I break it down and dissect it, it's like, okay, I want to be able to provide for my family. I want to be able to put my siblings through college. I want to be able to pay off my parents' house. I want my family to be able to buy land and have wealth overall. I want to have security, like loads of those kind of messages that I break down and say, you know what? I actually think that's an honorable thing, but do I have to be a millionaire to do it? You know, why do I want a certain job? Why do I want a certain type of clothing? Why do I want a certain, you know, like you can put yourself in my shoes and kind of really dissect. Is that what my soul wants? What would my soul be beautifully happy with? Not just happy with, elated with. What is my soul longing for, desiring for that would be wonderful for my soul's progression here? And what I'm finding out that's kind of funny is that (laughs) what the soul wants often doesn't look like what the ego wants. So when we're in the process of manifesting, we are, and when we're in the process of manifesting for our soul, we are always often deeply in a position of surrender looking from the perspective of opening up what is important for our soul to learn. And when we are in the perspective of the ego, the body, um, we are, you know, like we can get in an anxious and urgent kind of position of, I need this now. I need this thing now. Obviously, uh, you know, providing for your basic needs is urgent, right? You know, Uh, your situation may be skinny right now, or there can be things that are, you're like, I don't know how I'm going to make it to next week. And those things feel super urgent and anxious and anxiety ridden. And that's totally fair. So I'm not going to explain that away and (laughs) tell you to not try to manifest what you need. But outside of our needs, 
when we have urgency and anxiety towards goals and desires that we're trying to drum up in our life, and they're driven from an ego perspective, we might often find that there's a lot of resistance and blocks around it because it doesn't actually serve us. In fact, some of those things get in our way of our soul's progression. Some of us, those things get us caught up in things that we don't, we don't have any business dealing with. And we find ourselves in this position, you know, kind of like, you know, hitting the table. Like, why didn't I get my thing yet? Where is my blessing? Um, I think I saw a meme somewhere that said, um, you know, I'm not trying to rush you, God, but I just would like to know the tracking number on my blessing just so I can know when it's going to arrive. And I thought that was funny because in, in our urgency, that means we don't trust what's coming to us. So when we don't trust what's coming to us, what we often do is settle. And like, I just want you to kind of sit with that for a second, if you can, that we tend to settle for things when we're in a scarcity mindset. And when we're trying to manifest things from the ego perspective, we will be hot on the trail, you know, trying to muster up and make happen what's supposed to happen. But when we're in surrender, we're in a radical acceptance place, a flow state a place where we say, okay, I got my hands up. I'm open and ready and willing for whatever is meant for me. And I, I believe that might be the fastest way to manifest anything because we're not attached to the desire or the outcome at all. Rather, we're opening ourselves up into a place that is of a, an energy that feels calm and feels peaceful and feels open and feels ready to receive There is nothing rushing and pushing and making and settling. It's just openness and saying, okay, bring it in. It's, um, you know, like FedEx shows up at your door and you're like, all right, you open the door, they bring it in. Um, rather than you going to the mail office and knocking on it and saying, Hey, 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 where's my package? And I'm like, we don't know what, what package do you mean? The package, this package, I'm looking for this package. Well, it's not here yet. Okay. Well, I'm going to wait here until it gets here. How stupid do you look doing that? I'm not calling you stupid, but you get what I mean. Like when we are in that place of urgency and we need something now, we have to ask ourselves, is that something our soul wants or does our ego want it? So I'm not in the camp of people who's like, the ego needs to die. The ego is evil. Um, It's not in my philosophy bag. Rather, I think that the ego is a part of our protection mechanism as human beings, as homo sapiens. It's something that we developed over time instinctually in order to protect ourselves. And so it is built in as a means to keep us from walking out in the street, um, getting hit by a car, you know, as well as protective modes over our emotions and our drives and our desires and kind of everything else. But we are evolving beings. So we are growing out of the need of the ego. And so I don't think the ego is evil. I just think that it's something that we're evolving out of and we're learning how to step into a a higher level of our consciousness in order to tap into ways of being that can serve us in greater, greater ways. So when we think about what we're trying to bring into our life, when we think about how we're trying to bring it into our life. Are we muscling it in? Are we vision boarding the heck out of our house? Are we checking on our blessing? Are we knocking on the door and saying, okay, um, when is this coming? 
because I do feel that that energy says, I don't have it. I'm not ready for it. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get it. I don't trust if it's coming. And in my belief system, I do believe that we manifest more of what we are and that everything that happens in our life is really a mirror of our own energy. So if you finding that you're getting blocked at every corner, kind of take inventory of what it is that you're thinking about. What are you thinking about all the time? What bothers you all the time? What sends you into that panic mode when you check your phone or your email or someone calls or, you know, you see something on the news? What are you ruminating about that you're worried of? And find, find those things. I, I would encourage you to write them down if you can. Because when we find ourselves in that space where we're ruminating over the thoughts of something over and over and over, it means that we don't have trust that it's going to be okay. We can't let go of it. And sometimes I feel like the universe presents that to us because it's it's like a like a leveling up. Are you going to fall into this behavior again? Oh, okay, you are? Okay, I guess I'm not ready yet. And and I hate seeing it like that because I don't I don't like the idea that the universe tests us. Maybe it does, but for some reason that idea doesn't resonate with me. It's kind of like we're testing ourselves almost. It's not like some outside force that's like, "Mm, you know what? I don't think she's ready. It's more of like our higher self that's like, okay, I'm still trying to expand you into a place where you trust. I'm still trying to expand you into a place where you don't need. And while in our current society, that's really hard to conceptualize. uh, It's a very hard lesson I learned Um, particularly with money blocks. Um, You know, it's something that I grew up with. It's something I learned. I was conditioned to be in scarcity mindset all the time. And especially over the last two years, I've started, I had to hit such low, like gut-wrenching, teeth-pulling kind of positions where it was so bad, it was almost comical. Things, the same thing kept happening over and over and over. And I was like, you know what? I'm tired of worrying about this. I am tired about worrying. Is this thing going to happen? Is this not going to happen? When is this going to happen? It was taking up so much of my energy. I just didn't feel free. I didn't feel free. And it felt like it was just like a, like I was walking in quicksand. Every time I took a step, I got deeper in. And if you find that you're in that position and you find that you're, you're getting more of what you don't want, it is that, that kind of you know, urgency of like, I need this to happen now and continuing to focus on what you don't have that brings up more of what you don't have. So out of urgency, what we often do is we settle. We don't see the thing that we need. We don't trust that the universe is going to bring it to us. And so we decide we're going to make shift something arts and crafts, the hell out of our blessing (laughs) and try to get something that looks close, but doesn't quite fit the bill close, but no cigar. And we find ourselves with this misshapen blessing that we've fashioned ourselves out of Play-Doh and the universe kind of like goes, what the hell is she doing? (laughs) Damn, we've got this amazing thing over here made out of gold. And she's out here making Play-Doh trying to make this take up the space. Well, guess what? When that Play-Doh statue is standing there and you're holding onto it for dear life because you need that thing, there's no space for the blessing to come in. You're holding on with white knuckles for, for this thing that you settled for. 
and unwilling to let it go because you're afraid that if you don't have that thing, you'll be without when I believe that the universe is waiting on the other side. Like, all right, when is she going to fucking let go of that thing? And it's interesting. Um, I can see this in my own life. And as I speak to you guys, I know, I know we have all been in situations before that just that where this shit doesn't feel like it applies, right? I can't speak to people who are going through incredibly devastating things. I have been through them, but there are some levels of stuff that I've never experienced that I can't speak to. And when we talk about manifestation, that seems like a privileged place to stand from, right? But I do believe that we do come here with contracts and that we come down here for a certain experience and certain injustices and people that come into our lives and unfairness and whatever there was at some point, and this may be controversial, it's just my opinion, you don't have to take it. But at some point we made a decision that that was the catalyst we wanted for our soul to expand. And we have an opportunity to figure out how to grow from it. Maybe we don't grow out of it. Like we don't grow out of the situation, but we grow from it. And so I know that that's controversial. I've heard of a bunch of other spiritual teachers speak about it that way. Um, it's the only thing that's really resonated with me as far as how like all the injustice that happens in the world, um, unspeakable things even, but I mean, that's probably for another show, but as far as you manifesting out of whatever those things are, you want to find an energy space where you have come to a radical acceptance. This is the situation I'm in. This is where I'm at. I surrender to it. Now, this doesn't mean staying in something past its expiration date, things that you can control, right? Like staying in a toxic relationship that you know you need to leave. You know, staying in a toxic job that just is not like it, there's this other job waiting for you. This like you stepping out into this new role that you may not have been ready for. That is not what I mean. What I mean is, is when things are out of your control and things are in a place where you feel like you can't do anything else, um, you keep trying, you keep trying, you can try and stop trying, stop pushing. It's like you're rowing upstream. And just let the boat go where it needs to go. Now, for a lot of us, that is incredibly scary. It's incredibly scary to not have control. But let me tell you something. Control is an illusion. It's complete illusion. You have no control except over the way that you perceive things. And I believe I spoke about this on a previous episode, but these things start to run together, guys. So I hope that I'm not like repeating myself too much, but it is, there is no control. And so when we have this idea that we think that we can muscle up a blessing and push and push and push and find a way to rig this manifestation, this perfect way that we're trying to kind of put together in order to fashion a blessing. Yeah, we're not on the right track there, not in the right energy. In fact, it will cause a lot of delay and resistance because we will still be in the scarcity energy. Now, I want you to just kind of sit with yourself in this moment, and um, I want you to kind of visualize to yourself, like, what makes you feel calm and what makes you feel peaceful? And what would it feel like if you didn't have to fight? 
What would it look like? Picture yourself right now. Put your hands in the air or picture yourself with your hands in the air. Either one, whatever. And what would it look like to have your hands open, ready to receive, but just open, not pushing, not running, not moving, just being. Does that give you any sense of release? Does it give you any sense of relief? Does it cause heart palpitations and crippling anxiety to think of the idea of letting go? It will give you an idea of where your energy is at for sure. That'll be a barometer (laughs) because I know for me at the beginning of my uh, awakening journey, that sounded like the last thing I wanted to do. Oh, fuck no. You think I'm going to hand my power over to some unknown thing that I'm just now getting to know? I don't know you. And, you know, it's like trusting your your baby with a complete stranger suddenly. And it's like, I don't know you, universe. I'm not sure you have my back. I'm not going to give it all my, this over to you, please. Like, I'm going to still use you, though, to try and get what I want. So think about that. What is our relationship like with source right now? Are we just trying to use the universe to get what we want in our material egoic needs? Are we just trying to manifest that car, manifest that, that perfect girlfriend, manifest the house with the pool, like, which are, you know, fine things to want. Okay. I'm not judging that, but I'm saying like, what is our relationship with source? Like, did, did we take time to get to know the universe, to get time to get to know God, get time, get to know, like what our relationship is like, do we believe that this energy force outside of ourselves is going to do what's in our best and highest good? Or do we feel like we need to fight for that? No, no, you know, don't mistake me here by my like kind of misconstruing what I'm saying about action because action is needed. And we can talk about that another time. But when we're trying to manifest, when we're trying to bring things into our life, that means we need to be in a position of receiving. And if we don't believe the thing that we're asking for is going to give us what we want, then how do we receive? So just check your energy. If I'm doing all this stuff and I'm trying to muster this and I'm worried about this and I'm talking about this and I'm telling people, oh yeah, you know, like this and this, what happened with the bank and blah, blah, blah. And I'm in this frantic state of urgency all the time. then it's pretty clear that I don't have a good relationship with source. It's pretty clear that I don't, I don't trust that source is going to bring what it is I've asked them for. It's pretty clear that I don't trust that the universe is going to meet my needs. If I'm running around with the chicken with its heads cut off, like it's pretty clear that I don't trust it. And, you know, if you don't trust the entity that you're asking for the stuff from, I think it might be harder to get. Just, just a theory. That's what I'm learning anyway. And the deeper that I've learned, or sorry to, the deeper I have acknowledged the trust in the universe. I've learned, right? Right? Like it doesn't happen overnight. So don't fault yourself if you're in a place where you're still like, you know what, shit, I don't know. But when you take the time, to, you know, for instance, be in meditation, take time to learn your inner self, take time to journal and take time to be, even be quiet, learning how to, to, to sit in stillness and, and ask for what it is that you need, make your desires known and then leave it alone. Let it go. Let it go. Because I will tell you one thing, when you don't let it go, when you can't see it coming and you don't trust what's coming, 
you will settle for something else. And that is something I can, I learned from deep experience for sure. (laughs) Um, there have, you know, you guys know, like, um, those of you who listen to most of the show, the journey I have been on to surrender this entire year has been about surrender last year too. Um, but I know that a lot of the collective is, it's experiencing loads about surrender. It's the thing I like talking about the most right now. So if you are trying to bring things into your life, let them go. Sounds counterproductive, especially in our uh, society. It's like, no, you get that drive and you go and you be that boss bitch and you take it by the horns. And mm, it's just a lot of like very patriarchal language. The energy of the feminine and not, not like I'm trying to use better terminology that doesn't seem so binary, but that's what they're called. The feminine and masculine energies, um, the be and do energies, the yin and yang energies. When you allow yourself to be in the B, you, you are in the position of receiving. So that force, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, a teeny tiny skinny hallway. Only one person can go down at a time. So if you're trying to go towards the do energy, kind of make stuff happen, which is necessary sometimes. And, you know, but if you're down that hallway, you can't go the other way. Like another person can't come down the other way. It can't happen at the same time. You have to choose which direction you want to go. And while we're trying to manifest, we'll have, you know, intuition come in and tell us when there's action needed. But this is more so for people who feel like they're having blocks and resistance, not for people who are listening and being and in receiving because at times then, then the universe will step in and say, okay, it's time for action. And then you'll be able to get up and go and do and be, you know, like all of those things. But this is for people who are suffering with delay and resistance and blocks because, it's, it's too tempting to be in a space where we feel like we have the illusion of control that we can make stuff happen, especially when those things are for the things that satiate our ego. Our soul will be like, yo, that's not what we signed up for. That's not what we want. Mm, I don't know. And you might fight for it. You will fight for it. And then you'll finally get it and be like, oh, I finally got my blessing. And then what? You're not happy. You're still looking. You fashioned your beautiful little blessing out of Play-Doh and universe was like, Oh, I guess she's happy with that. (laughs) But now there's no space for us to give her the other thing. She's got to get rid of that thing first before we can give her this. You must make space for what it is that you're trying to call into your life. And when I say space, I don't just mean getting rid of all the things that you settled for. I also mean that you need to relinquish control control and the illusion of control, I should say, take up so much space. There is no control guys. And when we settle for things, it's only because we want to feel some sense of control that we did what we were supposed to do when we got the thing that we wanted. But you have to ask yourself, are, would you like, imagine a scenario like this. If, um, you knew that that blessing that you've been wanting was going to come in five years. If you knew that, like someone, you know, Archangel Michael came down himself and was like, ha ha ha, bing, bing, bing. this is your blessing. It comes in 5.2 years. It'll be here on this year. You would be fine with waiting. Say, like, okay, I know it's coming. Sweet. It's, it's that moment that you can actually be because you know it's coming. But the universe doesn't really honor us knowing everything. 
one, we can't know everything, but we don't grow through knowing everything. We have to learn how to trust. And when we're in that position of saying, okay, like I understand sometimes in our waiting, we learn how to appreciate what it is that we already have. And sometimes in that, that is a manifestation blessing that we're not even aware of. You know, for myself, I was jumping and leaping and let's go do this thing and this next big thing and um, hear this exciting thing. And I liked the, I liked the drama of having like this massive new uh, shiny toy to look at. But, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, people were telling me stuff like, wow, you're so lucky you get to do this, this and this. And while I felt like I was definitely blessed to experience a lot of the things that I've done in my life. I wasn't happy. I was in force. I was pushing. I wanted this to happen. And at the end of the day, it didn't satiate. It was my settling. It was my Play-Doh. I didn't, I didn't feel like that satiation of knowing that the thing that I asked for was coming because I kept settling for all this other stuff until finally the universe like smacked me upside the head and said, okay, fine. Like she's not going to listen. Like, let's just drag her where we need her to go, which was incredibly painful because it did not seem like that was the blessing at the time. And so you could be going through that too, where you're like, you know, smacked up drug out kind of, kind of situation. And you're having to evaluate all the pain that you're going through the process of trying to draw in that thing that you wanted for your life. Oftentimes that was protection, divine protection. You didn't get that thing you wanted. That guy rejected you, that job you lost, um, you know, any, anything that you can kind of put to loss. And perhaps it was a detour towards something that you just really wouldn't have wanted in the first place. If you find that you're being blocked and you find that you're having resistance and everything feels like it's uphill, then put your hands up and let it go. Open your hands up and say, okay, God, what would you have for me? Like the saying, uh, I've said this a few times, like I'm kidding myself if I know what, uh, I'm kidding myself if I think I know what's best for my life. My friend Caleb said that to me one time and I was like, holy shit, hold the phone. That was such a powerful statement. I'm kidding myself to think I know what's best for my life. It does sound like a defeated statement, but it's not. It's empowering. Because when we stop thinking that we know what's going to make us happy, we stop trying to force manifestations of things that are simply an ideal of the past. It's just an ideal of the past that we created that we thought would make us happy again. But in fact, like when the universe is trying to level you up and give you things that you've never had before, you wouldn't never know what to ask for because you've never had them before right? Sometimes we ask for things that we've never had before, but we don't know that they won't necessarily make us happy. We think that they will. So if you feel that you're hitting up against that resistance and you're hitting up against a wall and you're saying, why is this happening to me again? Why can't I manifest this thing? This isn't fair. Let go. Open your hands and say, universe, what would you have for me? What do you want me to have? Higher self. What am I here for? And hi, I, I can almost guarantee that the floodgates will open and in a matter of months, you are going to see a completely different life. If you hold that energy, that when you open yourself up and you, you, you let that perceived idea go, you will stop settling for shit that doesn't belong in your life. And you will open up a path that tells you what it is that's meant for you. 
and you can't stop what's meant for you. You can't delay what's meant for you. You can't prolong timing of what's supposed to get to you at a certain time. The only time I can really think of when we prolong and delay and resist is when we're trying to manifest things that aren't, I wouldn't say not necessarily are for us, but when we have an agenda about what it is that we're trying to bring in and when we're trying to bring it in. Maybe they're not blocks at all. Maybe it's just how long it takes. And we are in such an urgency and impatience because we need something that we end up creating more lack in the process and delaying it even further. So if you're in that position right now and you're feeling super frustrated by this message, I understand. I would, I would be frustrated too. Um, I'm frustrated even listening now. I mean, like hearing myself now, cause I'm like, this is coming out of like a channel and I'm like, Oh man, that kind of hits me in the gut too. I'm not exempt from these lessons guys. Anyway. Um, I appreciate you so much for listening and I hope that helped you in a, in a big way. If you like this episode, please share it with someone that you love and we will see you in the next one. hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone you love. And if you're interested in becoming a client for energy coaching or card readings, find me at thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do and to book your own session. And don't forget to add me on the lovely Leah on Instagram for daily content and inspiration and hang out with me on Patreon. As always, thank you for listening.